Hey guys, thanks for checking out this episode. Just a quick note before we get started. This episode was recorded several weeks in advance, so you may hear us talking about a few things that have been discussed in later episodes or have already taken place. As always, visit us at privatesweetmag.com to check out the latest issue and to connect with us on all of your favorite social media websites. All right, so we are back in the suite. My name is Rich. Joining me here today is none other than Pad Chennington. Pad, how you doing today? Pretty good, my man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming back and, and joining us again. Always good to have you here in the suite. Um, the reason we got you in here today is going to be talking about your album coming out. You got a, a big release coming up and wanted to get your perspective on music production and, and the whole process of going through making your first album and and what that was like. Yeah, there I mean it's been a long 3 I think 3 months I've been working on it now. So it's been a long 3 months and I I've had no digital production music experience before these 3 months. Like I just went into it. I used to like in college make like stupid fruity loops beats with like my friends like just <laughs> literally whatever the stock instruments were in there like when you first opened it like I would just play with that and think like oh this is amazing. So it was this is like a huge um ton of fun really frustrating i learned a lot i still have a lot to learn but uh yeah it, it was uh it, it's definitely been a long three months so in terms of actual making music mm -hmm. i mean is this like your actual first foray into music production period or have you like did you like play instruments growing up or did you like what was your musical background yeah so i've actually i've been playing the drums now for about um so yeah, to answer your question, this isn't the first literal music production. It's it's pretty much just the electronic side or the digital side using a computer for it. Because everything yeah. we really, we, I used to play instruments primarily for like middle school and high school. I started playing the drums like, I think it was like 10 or 15 years ago. So then that happened okay. and I got into bass and piano in like high school. Um, so we would, I, mean, I had a couple friends, we would like just jam out. There was a couple local bars we used to go to and do like open mic nights and just record our stuff on like okay. literally iPhones. And then like that, <laughs> that was it. Like we just, we really didn't care, but um, yeah. So I, I've played music before, but it was definitely less serious, more just jamming out with friends and like just having yeah, fun, just and, literally going to these yeah. local bars and like drinking, playing music. And, like it was a lot of fun. So this is definitely a yeah. new, new experience here. Okay. So yeah, you've, you've, been around music you've been around actually making music for some time in, in some capacity or another mm -hmm. so along the the journey of pad chennington when you 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 became pad chennington uh -huh. you became this this guru of 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 uh, <laughs> vaporwave did you know that your ultimate goal was to actually make an album at some point or was it just kind of just did it just kind of come along yes that I wouldn't say that was specifically the goal, but the goal was definitely, I want to bring like the entire community together in the live scene. I always thought that would be a great thing to do because, you know, we've all been, it, it was born on the internet in the early 2010s and then everything kind of stays on Twitter and Reddit and what's going on Bandcamp and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but I went to, and it's not really like Vaporwave or Future Funk or anything, but I went to a, a Flamingosis concert like two years ago, okay. I think. And when I saw that live and like just listening to that type of music in the live setting, I just said to myself, like, this needs like just this vibe needs to get out there. And like along with Future Funk and Vaporwave and whatnot. So I knew I wanted to do something uh, in the live scene. 
And I've always loved sample based music and just like the manipulation of samples growing up. I was big into uh, like French house and in, in middle school and high school. And I was just like fascinated by just sample work that were done in those tracks. Like I love those like just soul samples, like sped up and chopped. It's, it just sounds so good to me. So I wanted to make an album, uh, like a future funk French house album, throw some vaporwave in there. I kind of like mix it all up and, uh, and yeah, bring it live. So I guess the ultimate goal, you know, beyond the channel, beyond the videos. And, and that's what the videos are for too, just to bring the community together and kind of have like, you know, me as a, a content creator, not just make videos, but literally connect with the audience, like live or whether it's just anything. So yeah, I guess the ultimate goal was just doing something live and, and bringing this to the people live. Man of the people. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you can for the, the greater yep. good of, of the community. Uh, it's pretty cool. So in terms of you, so you decided you want to do this mm -hmm. album, you said, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to start working on it. Where do you start? Like, like I, I mean, I, I'll admit I've tried before. Like, I you know, like I, I want to put together like a vaporwave mm -hmm. album. Or I want to start messing around with stuff. And I have like, I'm, I'm sitting at my desk right now and I have a, an Akai MIDI, um, MP, MPK MIDI mm -hmm. keyboard just sitting right here, like collecting dust. <laughs> it's like not doing anything. It's like, I've tried learning. I've tried you know, getting into mm -hmm. it and I have a very hard time doing it. And I've, I've played instruments growing up. You know, I took, I played, uh, was it like middle school? I think I played the clarinet nice. and then I did, um, guitar lessons for a while. Mm -hmm. I did piano lessons and I, I, I can barely play any of that right now. I just, I, I never stuck with it. I have a very hard time doing mm -hmm. it, but at the same time, there's like an ultimately like a desire to like really to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's like, you know, making music is, is a very good feeling like to, to, to be in that position, but actually doing it is, is the hard part. So when you decide to do it, mm -hmm. what do you do? So, okay. So the first thing, literally the first thing I did when I was, I finally got myself ready to make the album because it, it takes a lot to really start working on music. It's a big like commitment in a way, especially when you first start, like, let's say you start a track and it's not going to sound good for a while because you got so much you have to do to it. So that like tedious process, especially in the beginning, um, could be kind of like discouraging. And then you kind of get like, yeah, no, you know, you get a little frustrated and, and whatnot. So the first thing I did, I started the album late November and I've, I've never done okay. any digital music production. So the first thing I said to myself was, I, I like, I want the album to be sampled based and I love like old samples. So let me just look for old stuff. So the first thing I did was I went on YouTube I typed in like old 70s, old 80s, uh, R&B, disco, whatever. But nothing was really too, um, what's the word? Like uh, like everything pretty much was pretty popular. Like I wasn't really finding too many like super, super deep cuts or just things that I haven't heard and, and whatnot. So I said, you know what? I have all these like records. Like I have so many and they're all packed because I've been moving around. So I got them all in these boxes. I was like, let me just go in those boxes and start pulling out shit, like just random stuff and just see what I find. And I, I remember I was watching a Jay Dilla documentary years ago and the way he would find his samples was he would go to record stores and he wouldn't, he would just look at the album covers for the art and he would say like, okay, this looks cool. So I'm going to try this one out. And that's what he would pick. So he'd take like, he'd go look, he, you know, he'd go digging and he'd take a couple, just whatever he thought looked cool as an album cover. And then he would just see what samples he can grab from there. So I said, let me do the same thing. So I opened up a bunch of these boxes and I, I have like a 
couple thousand in total records at this point. Some like wow. I guess some I some I really I don't listen to like ever. I've just gotten at garage sales and just like bulk. Um I mean, how could you? I mean, you have a, a couple thousand records. I mean, if you literally started no, now I know, I know. <laughs> in a year, you couldn't actually yeah, listen to them. So all. It, it I definitely there's a, a bunch. So I was like, let me just go through as many as I can and just let me look at the coolest artwork and I'm gonna take that. So I did that. So I went in the basement, looked through a bunch of stuff. I came up with like 20 or 30. And for the first week, I said, I'm going to just go super, super chill. I'm not going to do anything with a program or nothing yet. And I'm just going to listen to the music. So I just, I put my, put it on my record player when I got home from work and I just listened to like two albums a day while I was, you know, writing scripts for other videos, um, working on my other stuff, some freelance work. So I just kept looking and looking and looking. And then I found a couple. So I was like, all right, let me work with these. And this is now like the beginning of December. And I, I had a goal. I have this. I know I keep drifting off in so many directions, but there's like, there's so many things to talk about. I had this ultimate goal to release the album in February and I started in late November. So never worked, never done digital music, never produced it. And I got three months to make this thing. So I didn't have a lot of time <laughs> at all. So I already killed like two weeks looking for samples on the records. Cause I was just going to strictly do that. So I find my stuff and I'm like, all right, the, the album's coming out mid February. It's early December. I got to really make like a song a week now to hit this, this deadline. I get my samples. I download my music software, whatever I got to do. Uh, I, I watch a couple tutorials and then I have like, I'm so bad, which is paying attention. So like after like the third video, I'm like, screw this. I'm just going to figure it out. I'm just going to go in, do my thing and just see what happens. So I, I grab the samples. I put them in. And like the second I put them in, I'm like, shit, I have no idea. I have no idea what to do. I, I thought I was going to go into this and like just because I've used Fruity Loops before. I'm doing it on FL Studio. It's just it's what I know okay. from back in the day. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to start with this and learn more about it. But I put it in and I like had no idea what I was doing. So I was like, damn. So I, I start looking up more stuff and I reached out to a ton of artists. I think that's another cool thing about our communities. We're so tight knit that you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and like a lot of people will see like the stuff you know, like the unnecessary, just overinflated drama on like Reddit and whatnot. But just, if you throw that to the side, everyone is so um, like passionate about the music they make. So if you reach out to them, they're going to be so happy that like someone's reaching out to them and like praising their music and asking for advice. Like every single artist I reached out to was like more than happy to help. And, and whether or not it's, you know, because maybe I'm Pat Shank and I have the YouTube channel and whatnot, but I really think they would do it for just anyone who would kind of show that, you know, like, I really like what you make and I look up to it. Is there any advice you can give me? So I started there. I started asking people and um, I went to work. So every day I would take the feedback I got, like on, you know, what to download, what I should look out for, mixing and, and all that crap. And uh, I'm like two weeks in and I'm working with the samples and I'm noticing that like literally none of them are, are working at all. So I'm, so what I'm doing now, now I'm getting like, now it's like the middle of December. So Christmas is coming up. I'm trying to buy gifts because I wait till the last second. I'm running around. Work is crazy. And I'm trying to do this album. I'm trying to start this album. I haven't even really gotten my foot off with anything. <laughs> so, Because you've just listened to the I, music and you yeah. just did all this work. And then you're realizing, oh, it doesn't yep, work. And, and this is where, I, yeah, and this is where I learned my first huge lesson that I feel any other artist can agree with. And if anyone doesn't make music and wants to, know this now because it's going to help you with just your time management. Uh, <laughs> if something, if you put a lot of time into something, that doesn't mean it's going to work. So like I put so much time into finding these samples 
and I was so fixed on the idea, like you put so much time into this stuff. Don't like drop it. So I'm like going at it. I'm going at it. I'm trying to find pieces of the sample and do this and do that. And just, it starts getting all muddy sounding and clouded. And, and after like, like, I want to say it's like around Christmas time, maybe a little before, um, at this point I'm realizing, okay, like maybe just fresh reset and start all over. So I go back to step one. Um, you scrap all the samples that you were originally using. Pretty much. I think I saved one. Okay. I, I, I can't remember. I think it was okay. one, but, and it, that wasn't even like a couple of the songs I have on the album. I use two or three samples in the same song. So I think I use like one in a group of three. Um, so that's pretty much all that was left. And then I told myself, just don't get so fixated on something just because you put a lot of time into it because, you know, quality over quantity and um, maybe just a fresh start is what you'll need. So now I, I kind of strip everything away um and i go back to looking for samples and this time i grab a bunch and now i have this like fresh palette in front of me just like it's a clean slate i don't have to i'm not fixated on something i was already working on that i feel like i have to finish and taking everything that i learned up until that point it's only been a month so i I didn't learn a ton but I, i did learn some stuff um things just started flowing so much easier and i think the first week i got back into like using the samples that i found the second time I think I crunched out like three songs in like the first week and a half. So now we're now we're in like early January, I think. So we're like three songs okay. in. And um I'm like, okay, things are flowing, things are flying. We're doing good. So I I got a couple tracks done. I'm making a couple more and I want to get a couple features on the album because you know, it's like I with the channel. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love like representing everybody. I love showing you're you're a, a spokesman for the community. You you want to be you want to include the community in it. Exactly. You know, this, is, this project's not going to happen without the community. A hundred percent. So it, as like a, you know, not just like a thank you, but just to showcase some other artists, I wanted to get them in on it. So I was like, all right, let me. A nice nod to them, basically. Yeah. So I was like, let me get um, some tracks that I would like to have someone get in on out to the people I want to send it to. Um, so I sent it to a couple of artists. I'm going to keep them secret until the, it's going to be a surprise. I got okay. some good okay. ones on there. Uh, but the one the one thing that i could say is i'm actually working with fiber to do he's going to master the whole thing so the the album needs to be done okay. february 1st is my goal which is like t- two days two days <laughs> two days <laughs> and uh the mastering process is going to begin then so my goal is to drop the album february 15th so fiber is going to okay. start it and uh so i start talking to him about the mastering cuz i also just started i i think i just did his album review his vinyl review so we were in talks and i i he's the kid is insanely good at at just production on music. Like everything he makes sounds so full and he's young. He's like 20 or something. And I was like, if this kid could do it, I could do it. Like I could figure this out. Like I've had more time on this planet. Like I could use that time better. I'll figure it out whatever. So I start talking to him and I'm like, so I'm like, dude, I cooked up like three or four tracks. Uh, and I'm looking for someone, you know, to do the mastering. Would you be down? And, and we started talking about it. And he was like, yeah, send me some of the tracks. So I sent him a couple and um, I'm like, oh, like, it's good. Like, I'm in my head, I'm like, it's really good. And he he came back at me with like, he sent me a, an MP3 recording, like just an audio, like just him talking, I guess, because he didn't want to type it out because yeah. I guess there was that much to say. And he just like, yeah, he like, a voice yeah, I, a yeah voice. I was like, I saw the MP3 pop up for like, it was like feedback.mp3. And I was like, oh my God, like he gonna type this how, out. how big was yeah. that mp3 file oh man it was i think it was like well it was like 10 minutes long but uh he 
he so- I gotta say, like he solidly, like so professionally ripped it apart, and it, it was exactly what I needed. Like I was like, I listened to this and I was like, everything he was saying, and he's talking in like really at the time it was like fancy music terms like he was talking about like hertz and this and i'm like what is that like i don't i don't do hertz i just put the stuff in freely the actual fidelity (laughs) of the music in terms of what it what it sounds like yeah so like i didn't know all these all these terms and that's another thing that blew my mind too is like i've listened to so much music throughout my life and i just i find what i think is good and i talk about it and i have a very unique way of like describing my music it's definitely more like conversational than like like Anthony Fantano, for example, is like he's just so good at just talking about like just logistics and like just cracking down albums for what they are. I like to like paint a picture and and stuff like that. So oh, yeah. so doing this album and working with Fiber and some of these other artists, like really, really, they made me like realize how much goes into this stuff besides what my ears are hearing. Like all the stuff I never knew that's going on behind the scenes, and uh, it was it was mind blowing. It was absolutely amazing. He gave me back like this mp3 i still go back to it just to like kind of like a checklist like i listened to this little recording he sent me when i'm working on every song and um it's it's been amazing so like i said in the beginning if there's one thing that i definitely learned out of the whole thing is just because you spend a lot of time on something if you want to make music and especially if you're starting out don't worry about scrapping it because you might think like if you have a deadline it, it's gonna be worse that you're just starting over but sometimes getting that fresh start and just taking everything you learn from reaching out to people, looking at tutorials online and just like diving into the the software, um, it, it, you could work five times as fast. So yeah, now we're in like the final two days. <laughs> I still have some work to do, but it's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's always going to be someone that's better than mm-hmm. you. Oh, 100%. I mean, th- th- there's always going to be this, especially when, when you're in a community like this, there's, there's always going to be someone who knows what to mm-hmm. do. So you'd be foolish to ignore that advice. Yes. And especially when it's coming from a place of, you know, you're, you're going to him for, for master mm-hmm. advice. This, this guy masters that that's what he does. Yeah. He, he's, he knows that kind of stuff. So of course you're going to take that, that advice, especially if you have acknowledged in the past, like how good his stuff sounds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's, it's very interesting the way you describe the whole process with everything. I, I I find it very interesting that you the way you went to look for the samples is uh, just looking at the album covers mm-hmm. and just seeing what looks cool. And I think that that's so perfect for this community because so much of like what we of what drives this whole this whole community is aesthetics and it is is what the album covers look like and the artwork that goes along mm-hmm. with it. So it, it's like it's it's a perfect way to kind of just find it. Yeah. To, to find you know to it, it's basically the samples of the album are built with that principle in mind yeah and it's also it's pretty exciting too because it's like nowadays in this digital world it's so easy to just go online type something in that you want and then kind of find it um but mm-hmm. like i said you know a little earlier it was harder finding more like lesser known songs um so kind of like hunting through all these records that i never listened to in my collection it was exciting like it was genuinely something that i didn't know what was going to happen i couldn't just type in on youtube look through pads record collection and find the best and <laughs> click enter like i couldn't do that so it, like that was that was definitely exciting it's like a real life band camp essentially yeah, real like life. in your house and just all this stuff to, to dig yeah. through and and it's you know it's good to get like those fresh samples because even in like just some of the, the major albums that you, you know, are well known in the community you do hear 
repeated samples. Mm-hmm. You do hear some stuff that appears from song to song. So I, I think it's definitely important to try to, you know, if you're going to be sampling, to try to find something different, yeah. try to find something that is that is unique to uh, uh, to what you're doing. Yep. So you got like a day, mm-hmm. essentially, to, to, to wrap this all up. A, and, and, and how uh, how confident are you in uh, in doing this? I'm, I'm pretty confident because I my whole life, I wait till the last second to do things. Like I've always, always, always done that. Obviously this is on a much larger scale. It's not like I'm saving everything for the last day, but I wanted to really be done with this thing by like a week ago, just so I had it all. And like, I could just do double checks and whatnot. Um, But I'm still, I'm definitely still pretty confident with what I got. And I'm working on pretty much editing two more tracks at this point. So I got today and tomorrow. So like right after this, I'm jumping right into finishing one track and then tomorrow I'm finishing one more and then that's it. It's done. It's ready to go. I'm sending it to Fiverr and we'll go from there. So I'm I'm hoping for the best. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> I mean, you know, at, at a certain point, if you just keep staring at it, you're going to drive yourself nuts. You're always going to find something that's wrong with it and it's you know, oh, I could have tweaked this. I could have changed this. I could have done that. Mm-hmm. And it's at a certain point, just walk away from it and just be like, yep, I've, I've taken it as far as I can go. And then, you know, you learn and then, you know, your next album comes out and uh, you take those lessons that you learned and you apply it to that. And it's, it's even better than the mm-hmm. next one. So yeah, one, one thing I, I noticed too, like right on to that point is uh, you could be like working on something for so long and because you're working on it for so long and you just keep thinking like, oh, I got to tweak this. I got to tweak this you kind of like your ears become delusional after a while. I started to realize like if I was working on a song for like, let's say like four or five hours and like eventually I'm like, okay, now it's starting to kick. Like now it's starting to really sound good. Really starting to sound good. If you take your headphones off and let your ears like breathe for like 20 minutes and go back and you put them on and you listen to what you thought was good. You were like, Oh my God. Like I should have just kind of settled, not really settled, but just realized what I had two hours ago. Um, Cause sometimes, yeah, you just, you dive so far into it you're just looking at the screen for so long you become like a little like just warped your whole just perception of what's good and what's not what sounds in pitch what you know it get it gets crazy yeah it's almost like you need to just set like a limit for yourself like i'm gonna work on this for two hours today mm-hmm. or like just over that and then and then cut yourself off because if you uh, you know you, you can dig yourself into this hole that gets very hard to get yourself out mm-hmm. of if you don't if you're not aware of that which is hard and and, and it's probably very hard to do that if you set yourself a deadline. So, I mean, you know that you wanted to have this out by like mid February. Yeah. So you're trying to, you know, keep that in mind. But at the same time, it's like, I got to get this done. Mm-hmm. I don't have a choice. I have to like sit and work on this for several hours today, regardless, whatever, you know, whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. Once this album's out. So what are your, what are your plans for the album? Are you, uh, are you planning on releasing any physicals or anything else along with this? Or are you just going digital to start? So the, the plan for the album is my number one goal beyond anything is to play live. Like I went to okay. you know, the Young Bay shows, the Flamingos show. Yep. I saw Skylar Spence, all that stuff. And just the connection between the artists and the crowd and like meeting people in the crowd. Like you can, the, the beautiful things about these shows is like you can go to these shows without friends. You can go by yourself and you will make friends. Like I, I've made so many friends at, at some of these shows. And I just, yeah. I love it. And I, I want the live scene to get bigger for the community, especially the like funkier side. And like, I just love mm-hmm. disco music. And like, when you watch like Young Bay play live, like whether you like the guy or not for his music, whatever it may be, he is, he's got a, it's a great yeah, show. he's got a vision and he's just performing and he's putting action and he's just bringing it to the live scene. And it's like, 
it's amazing. And I kind of want to do kind of like this, the same thing and like just bring that vibe live. I just think we, we deserve more shows. So the, the number one goal beyond anything um, is to play live. So I'm going to release the album. I don't have a label yet. I haven't figured that out. Okay. Uh, but it's going to get released. Initially, it's going to get released digitally and it's going to be completely free as like a thank you to everybody. I don't want to make okay. yeah, like I could care less, honestly, like I'm not even saying this to be like all nice sounding. I could really care less about making money on this. The most important thing is I want this to get out to as many people as possible. So that'll just help me when I bring it live to get people to the show. I just want to bring people to the live scene. That's and just have like a, a party. Cool. That's the goal. So there's no physicals really like planned as of right now. And I know like Pat Chennington, no, like no vinyl. Like how, no vinyl. how can this be possible in the future? I could definitely see it with all the like copyright stuff going on. I kind of want to like figure out how I want to go about that. Like I didn't use any big time samples at all. Like it's definitely, yeah, definitely pretty lesser stuff. So it's not like you're just slowing down a song. Yeah, there's, I mean, I've, you know, yeah, I've tracks on there. There's like two or three samples going at the same time. So they're kind of all getting blanketed by one another. Um, But yeah, yeah, so I guess the, how it's getting released, is going to be digital. It's going to be completely for free. Uh, physicals, I'm sure I'm going to put a physical out. I have to, like, I need yeah. a, a vinyl. That'd be so cool. And I think everyone's just waiting for the, the Pad Chennington review, review of the Pad Chennington yeah, vinyl. Yeah, that, that would be, that's it's it. Super, super meta video. <laughs> video. It's done. That would be crazy. That's yeah, it. I can't, like, a year ago when I started the channel, like a little over a year, there was really, like, we talked about this, I think we talked about this uh, last time on the last thing. There was really yeah. no physical so when those physicals would get dropped it was like no matter what it was it doesn't matter if you person you were buying it so like a year and a half later like if i could just go back and just see like what would happen in the future just everyone dropping physicals and i end up putting my own physical out that's just crazy that's like wild to me so yeah i mean the, the whole the, the physical scene of the of the physical side of the whole vaporwave scene and everything is is it's interesting and part of part of that's actually what drew me into it initially mm-hmm. in terms of like collecting everything and i and i remember watching your video like that was that was kind of right when i was starting to really get into it and you just put out the video of the, the 10 most expensive cassettes or something like okay. that, that had just been sold and i'm watching it and i'm like and like i'm searching for these albums like as i'm watching this video like some of them i hadn't heard of before mm-hmm. and i'm like man these things are going for like 500 bucks yeah. they're going for like 200 bucks and it's crazy and then you realize like these albums are getting put out and it's like you know edition one of 20 you know, edition one of 10 mm-hmm. coming out. And it's like, part of you like wants to just go and grab these albums and get it. Cause like, Oh my God, there's only, there's only 10 mm-hmm. of them that are ever going to be made. And, and you know, you don't know if this album's going to be like some crazy, you know, like hit vibes level, mm-hmm. you know, you know, issue or something like that. Or it's just going to be like, yeah, you order one cassette and like they have another eight of them for the next 10 months sitting in, in the guy's yeah, room yeah. waiting to go out. As you never know, mm-hmm. but it's an interesting, you know, component to the whole, to the whole scene. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of people would be definitely interested to see a uh, a Pat Chennington physical release. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna work on that. There's a hundred percent. I just know right now the first thing I want to do is just bring everyone together live, and then I, I mean I got I already got like the the vinyl color in my mind. Like, listen, <laughs> I I got I got it. It's gonna happen. <laughs> You're not there yet, but like you know yeah, exactly. I see where it in my going. head. I see it in my head. That's awesome. <laughs> So beyond this, uh, this album comes out, you, you put on a, you know, kick-ass live show or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, 
what's what's the plan in the future? What are you doing? Are you are you do you plan on making another album? Do you plan on moving it forward? Or do you kind of just kind of sit and see where this goes and then you know make a decision beyond that? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of one of the things that I really even personally like just don't know how to answer because at that point it really becomes like I love making these videos. I love it. And I love like partying. So like if I play live, like that's <laughs> going to be great. Like it's going to be so much fun. And it's killing two birds with one Exactly. Star. So when it gets to that point, I don't know if I'm going to go into like a crossroads and be like, okay, like I'm really spending a lot of time on the music and I like doing it. Or like the music's not really hitting too much and I miss making videos or I just want to spend more time on videos. So I'm going to go that route. So it's really, it's going to be like a, a crossroads where I have to make a decision. Um, and right now I, I know I can't answer it because I, I love making these videos, but I also love making music. And I know, I, I don't, I can't even fathom how much fun I'm going to have if I'm playing live. So I'm good. I'm going to hit a crossroads. I know I am. And from there, I don't know, maybe I tackle both and just work on another album and just keep making videos or kind of lessen the workflow for the videos and whatnot. But like, as I'm wrapping this album up, I'm already telling myself, like, I could see myself just jumping right into another musical project. Like now after making this one, I just want to jump right into another one so yeah i mean i mean i mean obviously you have fun doing it i mean it's like a passion project you you want to do what's what's fun do you see do you see yourself at some point in the future like going full i mean you mentioned like you want to do patch anything full time Mm -hmm. at some point like you kind of want to do that assuming like you could do that like tomorrow you you could quit your day job you can just do this full time. I mean, do you see yourself as like Pat Jennington, the artist or Pat Jennington, like the community guy, or you're just like the community guy happens to do music also and just, you know, still engages with everyone. Let me tell you, if I could do Pat Jennington full time, it's going to be just straight up Pat Jennington 20. I'm talking like I like a video a day at that point. If I have, all, <laughs> if I have all that time, because like I do, um, like, what do I do besides work in Pat Jennington? Like I, I do Muay Thai. So like I, Okay. I'm doing that, but like, and then like get a drink every once in a while with friends. But besides that, like, I really don't do anything. So I would just everything would go towards Pat. I love Pat's not even work to me. Like it's just it's genuinely fun making the videos and working on the music and bringing artists together and people and and whatnot. So if I could go twenty four seven, a hundred percent music and the videos, you know, at the same time, um, we'll see. That's that's been the goal from day one to be able to just make this my yeah. you know my job pretty much nice that's the, that's the dream, that's the dream. Just to, to quit your job and 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 do what you yep. love that'd be great oh yeah. is there anything else uh with this album that you want people to know about like that's you know we wouldn't know about um well i guess before anything just a huge thank you to anyone who's been involved with the album anyone who's given advice feedback just even people who are saying like they're so stoked to hear the album like every time i read one of those comments like it it just it makes me smile it really does like just seeing all these people kind of just feed energy into it and just you know subconsciously like they're really driving me to make this thing so just thank you to everyone uh thank you to fiber for all your advice thank you for i can't i don't want to say any of the artists yet you know who you are if you're listening (laughs) to this uh thank you for all the stuff you've done as well, teaching me, giving me the criticism um, and getting me back the songs in such a short damn amount of time. Like I really, I really push <laughs> these guys. Like I got to give it to them. Um, but I guess anything else that I could say about the album. So once the album drops immediately, once the album drops, 
Uh, besides, you know, tr trying to make my videos and whatnot, I have a couple of planned videos coming out. But once it drops, my number one goal goes, goes immediately to playing live. Um, and I'm just going to be reaching out to everyone and anyone that I know in the community that, you know, has like any idea of booking and just past experience with shows and big or small. It could really be anyone. Um, so once that album drops, just prepare. I I'm going to get on the live scene right away. Like I want to be album drops in February. I want to do some shows by March. And if I can even set up like a tour with a bunch of artists, I always thought that would be really cool too. like get a bunch of guys and kind of have like a traveling, like vaporwave future funk, like mini festival. Um, yeah. I mean, those seem like kind of like awesome. Like this, the, the, the George Clanton yeah. surfing. Oh, man, I'm going stuff like Saturday. Like, I can't wait, man. Yeah. I can't. I'm going tomorrow. Oh, damn. So, so yeah, I'm going in uh, the one at Philly. So whenever yeah, this gotta, actually this episode actually airs, whatever. But you know, yeah, this is, you, you know what it is based on what we're saying. Yeah, I'm I'm going to the one at Philly tomorrow. I'm I'm stoked for it's it. It's gonna be cannot wait. It's gonna be crazy. I mean, I've heard like stuff about like the show just on Twitter and what people are saying, and like supposedly it's like nuts. So yeah, you're gonna have a good time. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Yeah. So yeah, I think it would be cool. I think the thing is, it would be. I don't know. It would be kind of tough. I feel like let's say you get a bunch of vaporwave and future funk artists, and you do like a mini festival somewhere, right? Like you get them all in one spot. It's going to be tough because everybody is so spread out. Like people who listen to the music and like no one, like there's never really been a yeah. big live presence. So I feel like just having one like big gathering of artists in one scene um, is going to be tough. Like it's going to be tough to hit all the fans. Like Young Bay's doing the. Uh, the future of funk or whatever it's called. And he's doing yeah. it on the West coast and on the East coast. So like he's, you know, he's trying to spread it out. So I think like setting up a tour with a bunch of artists and it would just travel around for like a month or two, you know, that would be, that'd be pretty cool. Sick. So we'll see. Be very tough. Cause I mean, everyone, it, it's such a, you know, a small, well, I wouldn't say a small, but like it's, you know, compared to like a traditional, yeah. you know, recording industry, it, it's, it's very independent. Definitely. I mean, like it's going to be, so be yeah, tough to do. It's going to be tough for like funding. And so it's not like, you know, we're a huge yeah. thing. Like this might be a little crazy to think about, but I think, you know, if you get the right artists and you get the right amount of promotion, the right amount of exposure, it could be done. You know, we'll, we'll see yeah. what happens. Who knows? And Pat Shennington could lead the forefront on that. Could, could, could drive that home to make it happen. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully uh, something like that does. Yeah. Happen. It'd be awesome. Oh man. Well, can't thank you enough for coming back on to talk about this. I think it's super interesting insight into, you know, kind of what we can expect with, with this album. So I guess it's, I mean, just to, to wrap it up, it's fair to say you're looking at more like a, a funky, funky album with like a, a, you know, hint of vaporwave, you know, mixed in there. Yeah. That's kind of, you're kind of pulling from like, you know, you're pulling from your whole, you know, one big vapor umbrella. And that's exactly as, as, what it is. Yeah. That's exactly. It's just the whole, like, you know me, I, I say so many things, damn vaporwave. Like, I get, it's the best. Like, I get called out all the time that, like, people are like, dude, that is not a vaporwave album. And, like, literally, okay, like, it might not be, like, to me and just my mind, I have this huge, just, like, glass dome over all these subgenres of music that I just personally categorize that experience as just a vapory experience. So, it yeah, it's pretty much just influenced from everything under that big umbrella over all these years and just distilling it into an album. So, yeah. Did you, did you sample Diana Ross? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I was, pa I was passing. I, I was looking through a bunch of records I, and I kept finding like some Diana Ross stuff. And I was like, 
I, I, cause I didn't know if I had that original, uh, the Lisa Frank sample. Like yeah, I, I yeah. was wondering, I was like, maybe I'm, it's going to pop up somewhere, but I didn't find it. So yeah, probably, probably for the best, probably for the best, <laughs> probably, probably pissed off a lot of people if you did. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, where, where can people go find you on social media if they want to go check out your stuff sure. in case for whatever reason they don't, they don't know where mm-hmm. you are. Right so, now. uh, on Twitter, I think it's pad underscore Chennington. YouTube, just type in Pat Chennington. Uh, I also got a Discord, which, like, I ha- I'm so bad. I I don't even know how to ru- use Discord. Like, every time I feel like we do one of these, really, yeah, I, it's it's horrible. I got to learn how to use it because, like, I I jump. It's in- horrible. It's like it's it's great. You have all these like great announcements and everything on there. It's like you're it's looks fantastic. Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, I'll go to like in my Discord. I'll go to the just the announcement tab. Like that's where whenever yeah. I got to drop. Never like if I got a someone will ask me, oh, like, could you make me an admin or this or that? And like, I'm always oh, okay. I'm throwing it out to anyone. Like, if you want to be something in my thing, like, go for it. But I don't know how to do it. So like, I'm always asking everyone, like, all right, how do I? Like, I'm <laughs> messaging random people, like, how do I make this guy an admin? And, like, it's it's a mess. But yeah, I got a Discord. Um, there's a link for it on all my other social media stuff. And th- yeah, that's pretty much it. I just you know you could really catch me on Twitter. I'm mostly on there. And uh, if you're not subscribed, hit me on YouTube. Yeah, we'll we'll link it in the description for this. Awesome. So for us, uh Twitter at Private Suite Pod for the podcast Twitter, uh at Private Suite Mag for the uh magazine Twitter, Facebook.com slash Private Suite Mag, uh Instagram at Private Suite Mag, and of course Patreon, uh patreon.com slash private suite mag. Uh, Pad, thank you so much for uh coming back on today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Looking very much forward to listening to this album. Put me down for a physical whenever that may happen because I will absolutely be the first one in line to do that. And if as soon as you got a show lined up again, let me know because I will be first one in line to go and, and check that out up in New York or wherever it's going to be. One hundred percent. And thank you for having me on here again. I mean, it's a total pleasure. Don't even got to thank me. I love I love talking to other people who are passionate about the music and the community. So let's get more people, you know, to really start making content. I think it'd be cool and just people just start talking and whatnot. It's fun. Yeah. So thanks for having me. I, I could do this whenever you want. Call me up. I'm ready to, ready to talk. So anytime, dude. <laughs> I appreciate it. And uh, for everyone else, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Later. Thanks.